Yay! Hi everybody! Welcome to the stream. Um, if you're joining us this afternoon, we're going to go ahead and interview Mary today. And so Mary works with Open Arms as a lactation support peer counselor and serves King County with a special focus on the Pacific Islander community. Um, be who you needed when you were younger is a phrase that Mary takes to heart. Her past struggles as a new mom breastfeeding twin girls, yikes, <laughs> was the catalyst for her becoming an indigenous breastfeeding counselor. She's a mother to three amazing daughters, a teenage twins, which another yikes, <laughs> and then a tween ager. I love that. Um, so let's see. Mary is currently a candidate for an international board certified lactation consultant and working towards her license as a massage therapist, which, you know, give me a call when you do become the massage therapist. Um, so without further ado, here's Mary. Hi, Mary. <laughs> Hi, nice to see you. And Welcome yeah, I'll on. give you a call, I'll be practiced, so. Right? <laughs> yeah. I have a whole list of people you can massage and <laughs> Let's start with my mom. I'm sure she'd love it. <laughs> Just don't expect right. too much, right? So, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's okay. Um, so thanks for coming on today. And thank you for introducing the work that you do with Open Arms. So first off, let's just start with what is a lactation counselor and what is it that you do with Open Arms? Yeah, um, so lactation counselors, um, so we are healthcare and community workers trained in all things breastfeeding and human lactation. And we help um, parents and babies just on their, on their journey in first foods. So that's what we do. We're there to like support you and help you. Um, yeah. I guess my question is what are some of the benefits of having a lactation counselor and then what are the what are the benefits of mothers breastfeeding their children mm. oh, those are good questions okay so um benefits of having a lactation counselor are um, you have that support when you need it uh because especially if you're a first-time mom or first-time parent it's there's a lot going on and you're trying to keep track of so many things um so just having someone there where you could call to be like, am I doing this right? Or how do you do this? Or help, I'm dying. <laughs> or, you know, just like, um, we're there to help you. Um, and then we have our own, we have our kids that we've breastfed to um, at Open Arms. So we know the struggles and we can empathize. Um, you have a cheerleader in lactation uh, counselors. You know, we're just we're there to support you. So um, that's that's the main benefit of having a, a counselor is the support. And you said, what's the benefits of uh, breastfeeding? Mm -hmm. Ooh, um, so many. OK, so <laughs> we'll start with the baby. Um, Wow. So breast milk is, it's like, it's liquid gold. I, I consider it liquid gold. So it has everything that the baby needs. Um, it has um, all the things that you hear, you know, like um, 
so many things are coming at me that I don't even know where to start <laughs> first. So it, it's <laughs> it it it's just God, it's just it's everything. Um, so it helps the babies with you know like gaining back their weight. It helps them with their immunity, um, getting their nutrients. With mm. for the moms, it helps us. Um, <laughs> It helps us kind of get back to our old, oh, I'm sorry, with the parents. It helps us get back to our um, maybe pre-baby weight. <laughs> so it mm. helps with um, it helps with um, just postpartum because when you're breastfeeding, you're making a connection with your baby. Um, and you know, there's like oxytocin, there's like so many good hormones that are beneficial for the both of you. And, um, so for open arms, we're, we're changing up our language uh, to make things more inclusive. So I will kind of shuffle between breastfeeding and lactation. So if you hear that, they're the, they're the same thing. It's fair, I probably will do that as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then I, I, my question is maybe just jumping a little bit so what are some of the struggles that parents can face while breastfeeding? Mm -hmm. um, I think the biggest struggle is the latch. So if you if you have a good latch, then you're good to go. It's just getting there sometimes, or oftentimes, most of the time. Um, and it's like in the media, in TV and movies, we get this false sense of, um, I guess false sense of security because you see if you see people breastfeeding at all it's just like oh you pop the baby on you know the boob and and everything is glorious and everything works as it should but it's not always that way um so um the latch um, is everything so getting the baby latched onto your nipple or getting a good grip on the like a like a feeding system is good so if you have a good latch then you you're as a as the lactating parent you'll experience less pain mm -hmm. <laughs> i mean it's going to be a new sensation especially your first time around um so so there's that that you factor in but you know the the horror stories that you hear about can be remedied with a good latch hmm, interesting that's good to know but yeah, I honestly I've heard about a lot of ma or a lot of parents actually just say that breastfeeding was really incredibly hard for them at the beginning, and there's yeah. so many things that came up that they didn't even hear about before when they were pregnant with baby that they didn't know about all these things that could go wrong with breastfeeding. Yeah. So <laughs> it's really good to hear that it's pretty common to have problems. Oh yeah, um, and everybody's yeah. different, so you know the the types of problems or the severity will be, um, will change. Uh, but yeah, yeah, there's a, it's definitely a struggle, beautiful struggle. <laughs> mm -hmm. Could you explain what a good latch is for anybody that doesn't know? Mm -hmm. Oh, hi. So, um, a good latch is when, oh, I didn't, I have cops, but I didn't have cops, but it's when, um, basically the baby's mouth is over your areola and um, they have a good like 
<laughs> their lips are flanged and they have um, just a good suction, your nipple should be like at the, it's kind of hard to visualize this, I guess, but it should be, you know, at the, the top of their, the baby's mouth and very deep. Mm. So, um, yeah, a, a shallow latch is where most of the time you will have the problems, you know, with the, the sore nipples and the cracks. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Things that they don't, don't tell you normally. Yeah. Yeah. Don't That's let, interesting. Don't why do you think it is that... I guess, why do you think that is that this kind of education hasn't come out before? Or why it wasn't really common knowledge for parents? Yeah. Um, well, I think... I know that there's classes that are offered... Um, hospitals when you when you um when you are pregnant i know i didn't go to them i don't know if a lot of people go to them um i think access to care is one um when just knowing that they're available um and then being able to i guess afford getting that knowledge can you repeat your question i want to make sure that i got it right well just um just for i think there's a lot of parents out there and a lot of parents that i know especially um didn't really know all the struggles and challenges of breastfeeding so i'm kind of curious why you think that is or why it isn't taught to them better i guess is my question um yeah so like um access to the knowledge base i think and um also normalizing breastfeeding and lactation, um, we don't see it too often when we, you know, like in pop culture. I mean, we're seeing it more now, actually. So, right. so great. Um, and a lot of like celebrities are not shy with sharing their their stories and sharing their struggles and their pictures, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, I think just just a lack of um, access to the education. It's mm, fair, yeah. You know, um, actually, this made me think of something—a kind of an interesting question. Because I know that you said it, that there's so many benefits to breastfeeding, but I'm curious about people who might have a have a lot of trouble breastfeeding and want to use just like formula. I guess, mm -hmm. what would your advice be for them? Well, I mean, the ultimate goal is to get baby fed. So, um, and I know there's just so much put on new parents. Um, you know, you have to do this or you have to do that. Um, but the main goal is getting the baby fed and nourished. So um, what I didn't know when I was younger um, and breastfeeding is that there's donor milk. So some parents, some lactating parents, parents have just an excess of milk and and they donate it to hospitals or organizations well I think mainly hospitals um, so there's that option if they want to breastfeed if they want to give their baby breast milk um, and their milk hasn't come in yet um, or you can also um, supplement like you know formula and breast milk 
so there's there's lots of ways how does that work if there's donor milk at the hospital will they offer that to you um i am not sure this is like um something that i discovered when i started working at open arms so i i believe if and then if anyone out there knows the correct answer please say it in the comments but um you can ask for it i think and if if your doctor or your healthcare providers know that you want to breastfeed um they might offer it to you or give you some resources hmm. that is really yeah. interesting hmm. so is that something because actually bouncing i got a text in of a question um somebody was oh. wondering what somebody should do if they've given up their baby and are still um and there's still have to breastfeed yeah they're lactating um so then is that a good option for them to donate their milk yeah if they want to donate their milk they can um you know the more um the more you empty your breast the more you make as well so um, oh. yeah that that's that that's an option and it's needed so if they want to go hmm. that route um if not there's other options to to you know stop the stop the flow um and if they want to contact me or any of us that in our lactation program we can that's good them too. cool well thank you <laughs> yeah that was an interesting one something yeah. i hadn't even thought about yeah because um there's um mastitis so there's things that might I'm not saying they will, but you know, certain things come up and you want to make sure that the parent is healthy, whichever route they decide. It's true. Uh, so then jumping back a little bit. So as a lactation counselor for Open Arms, how do people pursue your services? Or even uh, if they don't go straight to Open Arms, how would they find a lactation counselor? Oh, yeah. Uh, so through Open Arms, um, you can find us on our website, um, www.openarmsps.org. Um, and we're, we also have Facebook and Instagram, so you can contact us there. Um, it's Open Arms Perinatal Services. Um, so if you're not if you don't go through open arms we also have community partners like um rainier valley midwives or journey midwives and global perinatal services um and actually cami goldhammer is she's the one that um she's awesome and she she actually taught all three of us um, myself siobhan and elizabeth so we took her foundation classes or her foundation class so she also has um lactation lounges where you can come in and virtually now but you can come in and get some support what happens at a lactation lounge so um right now they're on zoom uh, for the foreseeable future but uh we have a link and it's a private room um you come in and there's a lactation support peer counselor um, and we partner with a midwife, so you have access to both of us. And um, usually there's 
sometimes there is there can be like more than one person um like a few people and you're just kind of in a zoom call just um, listening to the midwife just kind of triage the problem and treat it and um which is helpful because i feel like you know even if i just feel like all the knowledge is good because you're chances are you're bound to come across that similar issue. Um, and also we have breakout rooms if you want something more private. So um, within the Zoom call, we can break into another room with just um, the peer counselor and the, the parent. Are pregnant people able to come to the lactation lounges to learn more? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can come at any time. You can come um, before you have the baby. Yeah, it's um, and just ask us questions, pick our brain. Yeah, that's actually a good yeah. idea. That's, that's a good idea. Yeah, just to yeah. kind of <laughs> there, you, there you go, Facebook. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of figured because this is the, like the stuff that I if I were pregnant, I would think through like, oh, my gosh, I need to know everything. And so that would be one of the things I would love to, to utilize. But still got a few years on that. <laughs> yeah, we have uh, lactation lounges four days a week and um, soon we'll have it five days a week. Um, but yeah, uh, there are various times in the day, Monday through Thursday. That's awesome. So are they free, the lactation lounges? Yeah, the lactation lounges are free. And um, if you are in one of our focus communities, um, the lactation support program will also is also um, offered at no cost. So, um, so there was three uh, communities that were identified with having very low uh, breastfeeding rates, and they are the Pacific Islander community, um, the Black African American community, and the um, Alaskan Native Indigenous community. I totally messed that up, but A-I-A-N. So, um, so those are our focus communities. Um, and then if you identify within those communities, you can get enrolled in the program and you have a lactation, you have one of us with you. Um, we have a few prenatal visits and then we try to get there. It's a little tricky now with, um, with COVID, but um, we hope to get there like at the birth or shortly after the birth to help with the latch and get that established. And then um, we're with you, supporting you for up until the baby's first birthday. That's awesome. And if you don't identify with the um, focus communities, um, we have our lactation lounges, so that's open to anyone. Yeah. So now since COVID is happening and in full swing, how does that work now? going to hospital, are you still allowed as the lactation counselor to go to hospital to help them? Um, so we just, our program just launched as oh, gotcha. quarantine um, shelter in place just started. So <laughs> we had to pivot a lot. We had to, um, and there, and then within the birthing, uh, birth worker and birthing community, there's just been so many changes as they adapt to um, 
the pandemic. Um, so we haven't had that happen yet. <laughs> um, so I'll get back to you on that. But we do, we have pro, um, precautions in place. Like we have all the PPE that we, um, that we wear and that we'll take to home visits. And um, yeah, I think it's up to the, the hospital that you're delivering at. Mm. Or where you're delivering, like, because um, we have we have uh, community midwife, uh, we have partners that are midwives. So if you deliver with them, then you know we can be there. Um, but I think it just depends on where you're giving birth, like who can be in the room. Mm. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I actually talking to a couple of midwives. They were saying how much the healthcare system has shifted since COVID began. And yeah. so that not even letting in the partner into the delivery room during delivery is something that we're seeing now. So that's so tough. Yeah. And I would mm. hope that there's someone there for the the the, um, the parent or the person delivering just to support them and advocate for them. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, very interesting nowadays, but. Um, and then, okay, so as a counselor at Open Arms, could you tell us more about the services that Open Arms has? Just, I know there's the lactation, but you also have doulas, and could you tell us a little bit more about what's going on over there? <laughs> yeah, so, um, I'll start with the doulas, because that's what we're known for, Open Arms is known for, that's like our, the foundation. Um, we have two doula programs, there's one, um, one is birth doula services and they're community-based doulas that um, that are with you prenatally they're there at your birth supporting you and then you have a few postpartum visits um, and so you know they're there just doing all the things supporting you and whatever you need and advocating for you at um, at delivery then we have um, our outreach doula program, which um, which goes a little longer. So they're there with you. They have a few prenatal visits. They're there with you um, during labor and delivery. And you have them for up until the child's second birthday. So they're really there like um, supporting the families and um, linking them with resources if they need it uh, for the for the child you know there's they can help with um, early learning and development so that those are our doula programs and then we just launched um, a perinatal collaborative which you guys are a part of too which is awesome um so gosh there's like under that there's the lactation support program which is us. And then there's also um, a supportive pregnancy program where you, where, um, so those are run by childbirth educators and midwives. So they partner up and they offer, um, there's, there's cohorts going on throughout the year, uh, different cohorts. And it's just, you get access to free childbirth education um, and you get to be seen by midwives. So you get access to to that care too which is really awesome wow so many options for parents nowadays 
I know it's great. It's great, especially in our um, in our communities. Right, that's true. Yeah. Oh, shameless plug. We are interviewing collaborative next week, so tune in, and we'll yeah. So we'll get some more people from our collaborative and talk about doulas, and we'll have then our midwives, lactation, and doulas all complete, which is great. See the um, whole spectrum, yeah, and also hiring yeah. doulas too for birth doulas and. Um, Intake Ooh, there you <laughs> go. Yeah. So if, <laughs> next week <laughs> we'll figure out if people want a career in being a doula. <laughs> um, oh, awesome. Right. Let's see. Oh, so my next question is: How did you get into this kind of work? Um. Oh, just I feel like I was at the right place at the right time, um, and very blessed and lucky to to have that opportunity. So I was working at Open Arms as uh, the office coordinator and I was helping Cami um, Goldhammer has um, had a training last year, um, a breastfeeding peer counselor training. Uh, so I was helping her set up and then I was just kind of like listening into the class because um, I breastfed my first babies, um, the twins. And I didn't breastfeed them for as long as I wanted. Um, and then so just like listening to the class, I was like, oh, I wish I knew that. There's so many things that I wish I knew. And I was like, um, so intrigued. And she had another class um, coming up. The, um, she had a indigenous breastfeeding peer counselor class. And I was able to get into that class. And the rest is history. <laughs> wow. That is a really cool coincidence. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. So <laughs> being Filipino, there's that joke that everyone um like if you're a Filipino woman, you're a nurse. Like they that's like the trajectory of your life. <laughs> it's like, oh, everybody, you know, you should be a nurse. And I was always like, no, I don't want to because I'm not helpful in that way. Like not knocking nurses, but I'm just not helpful in that way. And um, yeah, me neither. <laughs> So I kind of um, stayed away from healthcare for most of my life, and then um, I found myself at Open Arms, and I found myself uh, helping out at one of Cami's, helping set up one of Cami's um, classes, and then I just fell right into the work, and it and it and it fits. So that's awesome. Yeah, a different kind of healthcare than you thought you'd get into. Huh? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Honestly, fair though, because if I see blood, I get really nauseous. So <laughs> I also couldn't be a nurse. Oh, gosh. All right. So now that you're going through the program and you're going to get certified soon, could you tell us a little bit more about that process? Or if somebody was interested in becoming a lactation counselor, how would they pursue it? Mm -hmm. Well, there's lots of um, lots of organizations where you can go to to get certified like to go through the training um, um, I I feel like I was lucky being able to take the foundation courses through Cami because she approaches it from the lens of um, being um, from a community from a colonized a community of color so um, her indigenous breastfeeding 
peer counselor course um, was specific to um, the indigenous people of America, of this country. Uh, and then the class that I was helping set up logistically, that was for um, for the Black and African American community. So she brought in um, an IBCLC, so another um, international board certified lactation consultant. Mm -hmm. um, name is Felicia, and she lives in, she's based in Florida, I think at the moment. Um, but yeah, so they both taught the class together and um, it was great because you got the community aspect and the cultural aspect of it. Um, and I'm sure the 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 other organizations that certify you as a lactation consultant they do good work. Um, but the lens is a little different, you know. You um, won't get that culture or community perspective um, mm. or foundation, at least not ours. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so about how long did it take you to get into this? Like once you started the class to now. So the the foundation class, Cami's foundation class, um, is forty five hours, and then there's other trainings that we've been taking. Um, myself and Siobhan and Elizabeth, the other lactation peer support, lactation support peer counselors. So that is a new name. So if I'm fumbling with that, um, so we've also taken. We're also in the middle of taking some additional training. Um, and we're working towards becoming international board certified lactation consultants because there's not many um, many IBCLCs of color in, in this country. So, yeah, that that sounds true. <laughs> oh, uh, I know one of our partners. Uh, sh she took a very intensive week long class. To get certified and then that was followed by like a, a very intense test as well so there's there's different pathways hmm. good to know yeah because i think there's a lot of people in the pi community specifically who are really interested in healthcare but don't necessarily want to go the traditional path so it's really good to hear that there's options <laughs> yeah it is good to hear and and it wasn't it's something that i really didn't know about either until i um was introduced to open arms so you know like i didn't uh, my friend was a doula but i wasn't wasn't clear on what a doula was and didn't know there was lactation counselors i mean i from having babies you know i, I just thought they were all they all fell under the category of nurse or doctor so mm, yeah that's really, fair wow uh, interesting please if people were interested yeah, yeah. See, okay, so we're all gonna go to Cami and bother her for trainings. <laughs> that and doula trainings. <laughs> that's okay. Exciting. Well, and I so that's, mm. oh, sorry. Go for it. Oh, yeah. I think our one of our community members, Rhonda, at Cent uh, Center for Indigenous Midwifery. She's um, she just launched a. Indigenous childbirth education course. So that's Ooh. another. Yeah. Dang it. That's the childbirth education course I should have taken. 
dang. Yeah, they're uh, started. They're accepting the applications. They're, they're taking in applications now. Yeah, it was just launched last week or earlier this week. I don't know time anymore. That's fair. I don't think time exists. <laughs> <laughs> we just all sit at home and wait for stuff to happen. <laughs> fair enough. Um, so that's all the questions I have for you. We have a couple questions in the comments that I'll go ahead and read. And then if anybody's watching and wants to submit any questions, now is the time. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll never get a chance to ask Mary anything ever again. <laughs> Kidding. We have her email and her phone number and we know where she works. <laughs> I'm on Facebook. Yeah. You know where I work. Oh, I'll add you. <laughs> All right. So we've got one question here that says, we know our rates in the PI community have declined for breastfeeding. Um, what encouragement and advice can you give us to our indigenous parents regarding breastfeeding and lactation? Mm -hmm. Okay. What encouragement and advice? Okay. So I think, I think with any, Anything that you start, it begins like with your mindset, um, and especially with breastfeeding, because there's going to be times when you're tired and your baby's crying, like screaming or just you know crying, or you know they're hungry. There's this huge sense of urgency, like I got to do it now. There's like chaos happening, um, and then those are the times when people are just like, I don't know if I could do this, and you know sometimes they continue or sometimes they don't um but i think it all goes back to your mindset and your why so while you're pregnant um just have some intentions like figure out how you want to be raising your baby or feeding your baby um and and then just use that as a touch point when things go absolutely you know just, just crazy um and when things are overwhelming, you can always like touch on that and um, just setting yourself up to win, like how you were saying you want to know everything. And that's, that's good. Like just, I'm kind of that way too. I just, and then you fall down a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but getting, um, if you can, getting uh, a lactation counselor a lactation peer counselor there's so many resources online um there's so many books now and websites so you know just like as much knowledge as you can get beforehand um, will really set you up um to win and then you know like community too um the cool thing about um right now is that a lot more people are breastfeeding um, and it's kind of getting normalized, not kind of, it is getting normalized, which is great. Like, um, you know, before, before more people would have to like feed their, their child in a bathroom, but now it's you know, like do it publicly. So I think, um, having a good community and support system, um, is, is a good start too because then you can just kind of encourage each other and learn from each other um i know sometimes it might be hard to find those people so um one of the cool things about our lactation lounges and it was um i think based on cami's model too is like you you have a sense of community and you're there with other lactating parents and you could just 
you can just be and you don't have to explain things or you know um but there's other um like there's a lot of parenting groups like uh families of color seattle has some uh parenting groups um peps has parenting groups so um so i feel like i'm on a tangent so yeah setting yourself up um to win and your mindset getting your mindset right like you can do this like your body's perfectly capable you are perfectly capable of, of, of doing this. Your baby is perfectly capable. They just need coaching. <laughs> and um, <laughs> um, yeah, and giving yourself grace in those moments where things aren't working out the way you want. So so that's, um, that's the advice, yeah. And just linking up with people and resources. Yeah. That is really great advice, actually, thinking about, especially Pacific Islander communities, how we are so community-based. Yeah. So finding that breastfeeding yeah, community or lactation community could be really cool. Yeah, and if you, and even like just closer to home with um, the support from your partner or your, your, your mom or your aunties, like, and on your cousin, just, you know, we are so family oriented, which is great. And then it's important that um, having that, having your family support you and your family in that journey is, is, um, is just like night and day, I think very helpful. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So another question says, what would you say to a parent who's too scared to try breastfeeding or think it's too hard? Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a real question, a real concern. Um, I think, okay, so what would I say to a, um, a parent who is scared to try breastfeeding or thinks it's too hard? It's, um, it's, it's not without its struggles, but it's not as hard as you would think. Um, so, so definitely try it um, at least a few times, like give it a few tries, make sure like the latches is, is everything. Make sure you're getting that um, handled. And then when you have that, um, things generally go smoother. Um, yeah, and then you'll, you'll find a rhythm, you and your baby or babies will find your rhythm. Um, and then yeah, you'll just have this like this knowing, this symbiote, this relationship where you're just like, okay, you just fall into a, a, a rhythm. So hmm. I'd say, really um, cool. yeah, yeah, just, um, I can, I can see the, the hesitancy, like I can understand that, but just give it um, a try and then you can go to our lounge. Yeah. And then we can help you <laughs> with the latch. And then, hey, yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Check out the lactation lounges, guys. <laughs> and then call uh, on your friends too that have fed. Uh, continue. Yeah, that's true. There is a lot of knowledge in community. Yeah. All right. Let me pop through. Make sure there's no other questions. If there's any questions, thank you for I was like. <laughs> hmm. Um, this is so awesome that you, that you guys are doing this and interviewing people and just linking 
linking to resources and yeah no problem i, I think that. the I interesting thing about <laughs> the interesting thing about us doing these is that even though i'm doing the outreach for the collaborative there's still so many things that i myself am learning and not being a parent either like i think there's a bit of a curve there so it's really great even to sit on here and have you say things that I haven't ever learned. It's really great. Yeah. Yeah, it's but been great. I know there's a lot of parents out there. Yeah. A lot of parents out there, I think, are looking for this kind of resource. And I'm sure there's a lot of like parents who wish that they had this stuff when they were pregnant. Mm -hmm. Like me. <laughs> yeah. I know I've heard the same thing from my mom like I wish I knew this existed a lot of PI parents have said I didn't even know midwives existed or I didn't know that doulas existed yeah um, so very interesting okay I think we're out of questions but I just I wanted to share the quote that I saw on the bottom of your email because it was really really beautiful I thought it says, breastfeeding is a return to our roots as caregivers and a reclamation of our pre-colonial cultural practices. So, that was nice. I, I really appreciated that because I, I think we forget that before colonization, all of these things were how our lives worked. Yeah, they were ours and <laughs> they were part of our traditions and part of our culture and our legacies I guess yeah and they were and that's one thing that I I, I learned in Cami's in Cami's course that I didn't even connect the dots you know just and yeah. being a woman like a lot of that other um, so many layers but I won't start <laughs> I know I know we'd be here forever <laughs> I know, because even like Tara last week said, who were the midwives or like who was giving birth to these, helping give birth to these babies before hospitals? It was midwives and your family members and. Yeah, yeah. and you're and in this country, the granny midwives in the South, I mean, they're, they, they were, they were, they were, their methods were like observed and then they were just like, after that, they were just kind of discredited. It's just so much <laughs> conversation. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have our whole like history of <laughs> birth. That would Zoom be eventually. Oh, gosh, I know because I know there's like a a vast amount of knowledge, especially between everybody in the collaborative. So I would love to get everybody together and just chat. <laughs> so much, I love. Um, I love the meetings because there's so much like worlds open up that I didn't even know about. That's right. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, so I think we're out of questions and that is all the questions I had for you. So thank you, Mary, so much for joining us. We appreciate it so thank much. <laughs> thank you for asking me. I'm honored. Thank you. And I appreciate you guys so much. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. And then thanks everybody for tuning in. Hope you have a good Thursday and a great hot weekend. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Get some sun. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.